Welcome to um, some bullshit that Andre wants to do without my consent. Um, enjoy. What's the new chicken wraps? Enjoy um, this bullshit. Fuck. I'm about to turn your fucking mic off, Andre. Oh my god, I'm so exhausted already. We literally just started. I'm not doing this. What's in the new chicken wraps? Bitch, get the fuck out of the mic. What's in the new chicken wraps, Janae? Fuck you. Evangela, Mary L. McCracken. And you are listening to the Holy Ghost Outreach Barking. You're, 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 you're listening to me. I'm wrapped up and tangled up with the Lord. I am fat up because I'm on my way to heaven and I'm certainly enjoying the trip. Thank you, Mahalia, for that lovely rendition. My God. Of what you saying, nigga. Ugh. A gospel standard. <laughs> if I've ever heard one. Welcome to the worship podcast. Yes. Hallelujah. It is a podcast about two black, fat, queer, churchy ass niggas navigating their healing. Showing you niggas what I it feel looks like you're like. reading me because that looked like a face that I've made before in my life. <laughs> Go ahead, though, bitch. Go ahead. Um, you know, and sharing that with each other and, uh, you know, the few niggas that listen to this shit. So, my mama. Yes, yes. Uh, my mom actually says she wants to listen to this. I told, I, I'm going to give her the wrong um, URL. Because <laughs> absolutely not. Nigga, do you watch The Office? Have you I the office? have not, but I've been Damn. told to. I really want to start that. But there's yeah, so much. It's so good. How many seasons? I don't know. Oh. Creed is my favorite character. Creed. And once you start watching it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you start watching it, we'll talk more about that. Amen. Um, he, one of the folks in the office, uh, set up a blog for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you more about that. Okay. Once you start watching it. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to the worship podcast. Yes. We yes. really shouldn't have a podcast. Absolutely it's not. Us. <laughs> Again, bitch. <laughs> for the mama number, mama number. <laughs> for number fucking five, bitch. We're here. We're back, motherfuckers. I swear these motherfuckers tried to kill your famous, your favorite bitch. These motherfuckers what? tried to kill me. Is this Trina? No. <laughs> no, it is Miley Cyrus. Oh, okay. When she was going through her. 
phase. Her black, her black face. Yeah, yeah. Bless her. That's um, the one good thing that came from that because that fucking video is amazing. She's walking around there looking like a chicken who just learned how to walk. And feeble as fuck. Jesus, and, but it is so funny. It is so funny. Oh God. Christ. Amen. <laughs> so we are the worship podcast. I'm Janae. And I am Andre. That's okay. what my daddy said. That yes. was my name. That's what he said. So, in honor. Andre. Yes. Yes. Um, and you can send your praise reports. Mm-hmm. Ooh, or your prayer requests. Oh, yeah. nigga. Ooh. I swear to God, if y'all send prayer can requests. Can somebody just send somebody us one please, prayer request? Please. For these oh. fucking bundles in your cousin TT's head. Can you send us some prayer requests, please? So you can send your prayer requests or praise reports to worshippodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's W-R-S-H-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Worship Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can use the hashtag Worship Pod. W R S H P P O D. Come on, letters. Yes, letters. <laughs> Get thee behind me, Satan. Yes, yes. Come on. Um, yeah, so if yes. you can use that on any social media platform and you'll find us there. So, yes. how was the week? It was okay. Um, we buried my cousin on Saturday. Mm. I told y'all last week about that. Yeah. Um, lovely, lovely homegoing ceremony. Um, rest in peace, Carl. Love you. Yes. Yeah. So that, um, it was sad because you know I went through the motion. It was just, just I didn't expect to cry. I, you know, I, I shed a little Denzel and Glory tear. It was one tear that because it was just all the emotion just came out of there because I was. Yeah. I guess I, what happened was, um, I just started thinking he was twenty six. Yeah. Twenty six years old, and I was just I just started to think about you know how. Like, he just got caught up in so much shit and how, you know, black folks, black men get caught up in, you know, the prison industrial comp. So much shit that we get caught up in and there's so many times when it's just kind of like, do we even have the opportunity to make it out? And he didn't have the opportunity to make it out because he, you know, it's just... Barrier after barrier after barrier, and he just did what he thought he had to do and navigate it, it. navigate yeah. it, and unfortunately, it cost him his life. Wow. Um, so yeah, it's just it was just sad thinking about that. Like, he he you know, he only did what he could, yeah, yeah, and that's I mean, that's how a lot of us are forced to like navigate our lives, yeah, unfortunately, <coughs> yeah, it sucks, but you know, yeah, how was yours? Let's talk about that. Well, bitch. <laughs> you ain't got to come out with me with that tone, bitch. Because <laughs> um, My week was good. Um, I What did I do, girl? What did I do? Um, oh, I went to Trap Karaoke on Friday. Mm-hmm. That was lit as fuck. Yes. Um, that was, like, a really great reminder of, like, bitch, get free. Mm. And, like... You remember how, like, last episode I was talking about the need to, like, unpack how, like, my socialization very early in the church around, like, purity and, Mm -hmm. 
whatever. Um, I don't know. I just like being at Trap Karaoke and like sort of relinquishing the inhibitors mm -hmm. around like my body and movement mm -hmm. and like dancing mm -hmm. um, was also an aha moment for me of like, this mm -hmm. was also a place in which like that whole like purity myth thing mm -hmm. also shows up or, or leaked into. Mm -hmm. um, so I danced a lot to the point where like my thighs hurt, Amen. my body hurt. It was great. Yes. Um, yeah, I had a had a great weekend. Uh, last week I did not do shit, so <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Amen. 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 Every time the rain. Oh, shut the fuck up. That's that's the only thing I'm gonna say. This damn voice. What is this? Okay, here it comes. Here it comes. Let's see what we're gonna hear. <coughs> clear it. Clear it the fuck up. <laughs> oh God, help! Help! Help your child. Oh goodness. All right. So now it is time for the raw and honest segment. Some niggas revving up their fucking car <laughs> right now. Like, bitch, give me a break. God damn. <laughs> Okay, so the Raw and Honest segment is a time where Dre and I um, talk about uh, a realization that we had this week mm -hmm. um, that help us to put in perspective um, maybe something that we need to focus on more um, or something <clears throat> that maybe we hadn't thought about um, but clearly uh, has a great impact on how we are navigating this process of our healing. So, yes, yes. Um, I'll go first. Okay, okay. Because I never go first. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Um, so for me this week, um, and it was actually right at the end of, uh, right after rather, recording last week's podcast, that I realized um, that I really need to develop a consistent ongoing writing practice. Mm -hmm. um, for me... Um, my consistency um, in writing shows up a lot when I'm like in a rough patch, mm. um, which is really useful, mm -hmm. you know, in those times. Um, but I think, you know, the lack of urgency when you're like just at a good place, uh -huh. um, I don't know, makes me feel like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't need to write about mm -hmm. these things. Um but actually writing for me is like a deeply reflective practice mm -hmm. that helps me to not only like process through whatever I'm writing about, but mm -hmm. also gives me an opportunity to like get space from the thing and be able to return to it and see, well, what are the lessons that are applicable in other aspects of my life? Mm -hmm. um, and that's simply not something that can happen if I don't record yeah you know my thoughts in that moment right um and i was thinking about it after uh last week's podcast because i felt horribly unprepared for the, <laughs> <laughs> for the for the podcast that was the week before last week mm -hmm. and <laughs> last week i spent like an hour <laughs> yes writing she did while you were <laughs> today <laughs> today I Look, look, 
baby steps, y'all. <laughs> baby steps. We're gonna make it. We are. Um. But yeah, that that feeling of like not being prepared mm. is just like an overall stressful thing for Vogue White Risings who need to be in yes. control and all of that great stuff. Mm. Um. So yeah, but but it also in like I said in other parts of my life of like. I need to remember like how how the the great feeling of being able to make a well-informed uh decision that I'm enthusiastic about mm-hmm. that happens when I'm in those like rough patches or valley moments mm-hmm. that's a churchy ass Yes it is. Yes the moment. fuck it is. Yes. Wow. <laughs> let it let it flow like rivers of living water. Oh god. From that belly. Come on. So really harnessing and remembering um, the that feeling of being able to make a well-informed decision mm-hmm. and how much greater that would feel if I did that consistently when shit wasn't going 50 different fucking ways. Consistency. Right. My God. So My God, really need to build... <laughs> really need to build a consistent writing practice and um i came across so y'all i got banned from facebook for seven days i can't tell you why but (laughs) just know that i'm not on facebook right so i decided oh i'll take up my um twitter again right my god that was jesus mm, christ anyway so i've been on twitter and i'll like that'll be the thing that i look at first thing in the morning instead of facebook now because i can't post like message (laughs) niggas i can't do anything on the fucking app so i came across yesterday morning um this tweet and it's a white woman her name is mel robbins i don't know who this person is Mm. um but she tweeted, be a careless creator and a ruthless editor. And for me, that mm. was like a really important, like, regrounding mm. sort of sort of statement. Because I, like, the fear of something not being perfect often prevents me from, like, creating yeah. or starting anything at all. Mm. Um, and just this idea of, like... No, bitch, that's what, that's what editing is for. Yeah. <laughs> like, just create the thing. Oh. Put it out carelessly just throw it on on the fucking canvas Mm -hmm. and then come back right and and actually make it what you want it to be but like you have to actually put it out there Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. and that just like brought it full circle for me when i think about developing that ongoing practice because also in writing like i feel like that is an art that i hold dear Mm -hmm. and 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 treasure a Mm -hmm. lot um and i want it to be what I want it to be. Right. But like, actually that's not even how life works. <laughs> Ever. Fuck so, nope. amen to that. Developing that consistent practice. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Because, um, like going back to what you were saying specifically about, um, putting it out there. Yeah. Um, that has been one of the biggest struggles. Like you said, this kind of perfection, this control with Virgo risings, mm-hmm. um, and having to accept that, um, I have to put shit because for me, even though I know it's best for me, um, because my head is my my thoughts are always jumbled in my head. And I know that if I get them out, if I get everything out and just put it on paper so that I can look at it and see it and rearrange that shit. But the thought of putting shit on paper that looks awful is such an anxiety causing thing for me. It's so like seriously. But yeah, I feel you. Mm. So how about you? 
Um, so my Rowan Honest this week is um quite a self drag. Um Bless God, I'm ready. If you all know, um <laughs> if you all are aware of um Miss Prada or I'm sorry, I think that's I'm sorry. I don't know. That's that's going back see, you're not a real fan. Uh Joanne oh! Joanne the Scammer. Okay, Joanne the scammer, see the messy bitch. I'm sorry. That uh, for drama. Yeah, I went, I went back, mm. back to uh, Joanne the scammer's YouTube days. Mm. Oh, those are some times, girl. Bless God. But um, one of Joanne's <laughs> catchphrases is that I'm a messy bitch who lives for drama. Yes, God. Um, and I realized that I'm low key a messy bitch who lives for fucking drama. <laughs> That like I wanted to find a way to tell, but couldn't find one. But I'm glad that you just gave me an entry point, bitch. Amen. Go ahead. Amen. So <laughs> this week I realized, as much as I claim I'm not about the stress of drama, it's actually my fave. Like that's my favorite fucking thing: stress and fucking drama, my nigga. Because I use it as a propellant. My God. Um, one thing that I've realized is that um, from youth, I've learned how to operate in high-stress environments mm-hmm. because that's all I've ever experienced. I grew up in it. I was formed and shaped in it. Um, there was never a moment where I was really um, at ease or calm. It was always chaos, and I learned how to, you know, uh, I learned how to spell. I learned how to uh, draw. I learned how to do math really well in high-stress situations. Right. Um, so that's all I've ever known. Um um, so my creativity, um, there's two things specifically that I realized. My creativity and um, my communication skills um, are are shaped by stress and drama. Um, there's always like this veil of stress and drama around these two things. Um, so uh, the, the concept of peace and tranquility is a new and... <laughs> if we're being honest, um, like a seemingly boring concept, mm. because my nigga, what, like, right. what, <laughs> being at ease, right. uh-uh. when it, right, it's cute, but when reality, my nigga, it's something I desperately need yeah. and desire, like in my heart of hearts. But um, this whole, just like how powerful habits are, realizing that habits are so powerful that they'll. They'll have you doing things that you have no desire to do mm. just because they're used to it. Yes. Um, and that is just, that's really wild yeah, uh, to think are about. Crazy, yeah. Yes. That's some wild shit. I was talking to my friend recently and he was just talking about just about his relationship um, with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about like, this was a while ago actually. Mm-hmm. And um, it was so interesting because he was just talking about. We were just talking about how, like, my partner at that time, like, we text throughout the day, mm-hmm. we're sending selfies, all this shit. And he's like, I don't text my girl during the week. He was like, <laughs> The a, week. The week. Oh, and shit. And that, that works for them. And he's just like, That's a pattern I don't want to develop. Like, mm-hmm. you know, texting all day just to be texting mm-hmm. each other. Um, sorry, but yeah. No. The patterns oh are real. God. Yeah, they so, are. God bless. I mean, look, if it works for them, amen. Right, that's right. all. That's all. Yeah. Um, so like just different examples, I'll, um, find myself procrastinating, um, on doing work or, um, doing a creative thing that I may have a deadline for, um, just to create stressful (laughs) 
just to create stress for myself so that I can, like, oh push something out. What? Yes. That's real. That's like, real. And um, also, um, this this goes back to, um, like, something I said in a row and honest a while ago about um, my communication skills, just, like, the blow up. Yeah. And I won't necessarily, I don't know if you want to call it create drama, but I'll, um, I'll allow things to fester. So that um, you are messy. <laughs> so that communication friends. can be forced, because so that wait, it can be a blow no, up, stressful wait. ass drama film moment for communication to come out. And I realized, my nigga, that stress and drama are two things that I fucking live for because that's all I know how to operate in, for real, for real. Um. Ugh. And the concept of peacefully interacting with somebody yeah. without being like, bitch! Right. Or, or having the, the implication of the bitch yes, in your tone. Exactly. Or just running around like a chicken with my head cut off because something is due soon. And me just like furiously typing it out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, that's what I need. Yeah. And it, it, ugh, it, it, it makes me go back to... Um, my therapy days, mm-hmm. which I want to go back to, um, I need to go back to, um, and you know, just talking about how my therapist talked about how, um, cause I was ashamed of that, you know, and I, he said that I don't need to be ashamed of it. I just need to realize that I did the best of what I, what I had at the time yes. and, you know, just be, forgive yourself for that. If you want, if you, if that's something that you need to do, but move on realizing that, you were only doing the best you could at the time. So, yeah. But it's something that I need to um, be more cognizant of. Um, because, no, that's not a healthy way to navigate communication and, um, and um, you know, work or creativity. It's not healthy. And what do you feel like is the roadblock between, like, where you are right now and, like, what your idealized version of how you navigate that is. What do you feel like is a roadblock? Um, or do you know? I, have, I don't really. I feel like it's just, I guess, just a pattern. Creating a new pattern. Um, because I know that shit takes time. And then um, a lot of times when it comes to creating new ways of doing things, you just get, you get tired of putting in the energy. Yeah. And, um... You just like okay, well, what I know is just easier. Yeah. Um, but I'm realizing that it's going to take a concerted effort effort for me to get out of it. Just kind of like when I was talking about you know just survival mode. Like I was talking about that I think a week or a few weeks ago, and I need to kind of transition out of survival mode and realizing that um, you know I can breathe a little bit. Mm. You know, because like I said, uh, growing up, you know, just different things like trying to survive food lights water you know things yeah. like that and i had to transition slowly realizing you know just telling myself gently it's okay it's okay you that worked for you then you're in a different space and different things can work for you now a more healthy way yeah yeah, yeah and that i don't know i just this meme just keeps coming back again and again of like um people being afraid to like unpack their childhood trauma because mm. they don't know how to navigate life mm. outside mm-hmm. of that context of trauma. Yeah. And I think that's so real for black and brown queer folks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because our entire life is built around our survival and like what does it mean when we've like hit a point where we actually don't have to worry about mm-hmm. our survival every waking moment right and like what what am i supposed to do right like my hands are too free right something's missing right what am i supposed to be doing with this um Stress, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> and not to like bring some white shit in, but like if you do watch The Walking Dead, uh, it's kind of. Mm, I tried. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but I love that show, and like there's this thing, um, there's this place, um, the hilltop or whatever. No, nigga, shut up. <laughs> um, but basically, there's this place where um these people built a community, where they could just like where they you know built a wall around them. You know, so the dead couldn't get in, or you know, and they just like they created. You know, they is that the one in Fairfax? Um, Arlington, you mean? Arlington. I, think sure. I don't think it is though. Okay. I don't. Wait, Alexandria. Alexandria. Yes, that's wow. the one. So we're just wow. Every yeah. My my fucking god. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they created that so that they wouldn't have to you know be worried all the time. They created you know irrigation systems, right. uh, places to store food. Um, houses, they had lights, you know, things like that. And then when um, the people, the pro, quote unquote protagonists that we were following the whole time got there and they got a chance to relax, they were just kind of always on edge. Like, I don't think this is safe. Y'all need to learn how to survive. Something's come, like, no, this is too good to be true. That's, ba- you know, the basis of it is it's too good to be true. Some The other shoe's going to drop soon. Yeah. And like laying down that survival instinct Mm -hmm. also requires picking up a new energy usurping thing that is called intentionality Mm. and like that requires a brand new muscle Mm -hmm. um that folks who are operating out of survival Mm -hmm. often don't get a chance to exercise you know agency intentionality Mm -hmm. you know I'm sure we all have a whole bunch of intentions, but if you don't have the capital, if you don't have um, the societal positioning, mm-hmm. any of those things, you don't get to act on or, you know, get practice in what right. agency looks like oftentimes mm-hmm. um, and are often socialized out of that agency that mm-hmm. you do have access to. Um, so, yeah, that's like a whole new uh, place filler for all the stress that you have let go of survival. Right. Now it's like, Oh, so now I have to be intentional and like I have to confront things and I have to be honest yeah. with myself about things and like things can't just like happen as they come. Oof. Yeah, so stress. Yeah. Switching from being reactive to proactive. Yeah. That's some. One, it's a privilege. It is. Two, first. it's stressful as fuck for yeah. someone who's transitioning into it yes. from survival. Ugh. Fuck. So when you were talking about. Realizing that you were a messy bitch who lives for drama <laughs> and like leaning into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, my friend Mason, this fucking mm. weekend um, was, was. What was it? Oh! Uh, drawstring gate. <laughs> Jesus! Oh, God. Oh. Shit! Uh. More on that later. So, I was just texting Mason about drawstring gate uh-huh. and. This nigga, like, called me. And I'm just like, do you know that 10 days out of the week, this nigga takes at least three months to respond to a text? But I say, bitch, I got some tea. This nigga has put everything down 
and called me. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> we know. And he was just, he was just like, and my my uh, moral of that story was, bitch, you knew that Mason was a shit. <laughs> and now it's just solidified. It's just solidified that whole, you know, Ooh. don't contact Mason if you need, Ooh. if you are on your deathbed. <laughs> But what he gave me, what his takeaway was, bitch, if you need me, tell me you got tea. And I was like, wow, bitch, you are truly messy and self-aware. My God, what a lesson. Come on. Come on for the self-awareness. Amen. Sis and dating. What is this acento? Sis and dating. Sis and dating. Sis and dating. First of all, first of all, it's church affirmation. But... Nigga was trying to jump over the word. I just want to jump onto the dick. Come on, y'all. Say, neighbor. Neighbor. We need to jump Jump on the the dick. dick. Oh, have mercy. Well, church affirmations. Here we are. Yes. (laughs) My God. What a transition. So, we are going to do the church affirmation. This is basically a breakdown of the true and living. I would thank you. We are here. Come we are on. right here. The true and fu- living translation of, of the word of God. But from the King James Version, only bitch. There ain't no other version. And if you heathens are using that new international version, tell your pastor to get some Holy You're Ghost. Going straight to hell. Tell him to get some power. Some Holy Ghost and power. Tell him. Cause, cause some, cause some folks walking around with the Holy Ghost but no power. But we gonna go. We we gonna get there. (laughs) We gonna get there. It is. It is. It is. You need to find. You need to go to someone and interpret it because we need to know. Oh, I'm gonna get a copywritten. Anyway, so um, if you all have your, I'm I'm not gonna do the the preacher voice today. I'm just I'm not feeling. Maybe I'll switch into it. If you have your Bibles, once again, the King James Version only, um, turn to... The one that nobody in your family can fucking understand that one. Nigga, like, I have been raised on that shit. I know exactly what they're saying. So, So anyway, if you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. And it reads... Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Uh, And we thank God for the reading of his word. And the hearers and doers of his already blessed Word. Yes, yes. Um, so uh, the the true interpretation of this verse um, it actually leads into a. Uh, there's a saying um, in in the church world that God won't put more on you than you can bear, which surprisingly is biblical because you know the saints love to make shit up. Love it. Love it. Um, that actually comes from First Corinthians ten thirteen. Um, so you're just gonna be a biblical scholar. <laughs> Um, I ain't going to say it. Look it up in your own time. Look it up on your own time. Um, so what I got from that is God, spirit, the universe is saying, um, um, it is here to tell you that it has your back. 
And it is telling you exactly what to do. Listen, hearken onto that voice, that inner, inner, inner voice that you, that when you clear out all of the noise is still there. And it tells you what exactly what you need to do. And there's a certain peace that comes along with that with that um, that voice, um, because, you know, you, and that's the thing about this um, voice, um, you know, exactly deep, deep down, you know, exactly um, what you need to do, how you need to do it. It's just that acceptance shit. A lot of times it gets to you because sometimes you don't feel like doing it. You don't feel like accepting the reality of the situation. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, by the way, um, when it says take my yoke upon you, um, I was talking to you earlier, but like Y-O-K-E, um, which is basically something that uh, farmers used to put around the mouths of oxen um, when they're plowing the field to like control them. It's not like the egg yoke, <laughs> which I know a lot of niggas think it is. But uh, yeah, it's so when God... You know, when the Bible says, take my yoke upon you, it's basically saying, take, you know, allow me to steer you Mm. in the right direction. Um, And, you know, my belief is that we all are blessed with an innate um, divinity. And if you listen to that innate divinity, it will it will steer you to exactly to where you need to be. Um, So, yeah. Yes, amen. And that is definitely something for me that I have been trying to take personally more mm-hmm. and more um, of moving out, moving out of a place where I am navigating the world with my in, in my head mm-hmm. and more with my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, white folks will make you think that like being being a person who feels mm. um, and is by extension in touch with your innermost needs, desires, et cetera, et cetera, mm. is like not conducive to success mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but that's whiteness. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um once upon a time, I met this white woman um, at this restorative justice uh, workshop, mm. and <laughs> so, go ahead. And she was just talking about like she was whatever, anyway. <laughs> but she was just talking about how um, how much she loved working in black communities because um, she was like. Black folks know oh God. God. Okay. Know God. Okay. Um, and she said, white folks, the only God they have is money. And like, <laughs> I was like, bitch, you right as Drag fun. thyself. You right as Amen. Um, and, and she just went on and talked about, you know, for like the black folks in the communities that she was working in, God was a lot of things, but it was always from a space of heart. Mm. And, um... Could not agree more, Becky Sue. <laughs> Could not agree more. So yes, um, and that's so so important and so antithetical to what like black queer people who are again constantly in this mode of survival mm-hmm. are taught to be doing. Because mm-hmm. we're taught 
you need to know the rules of all these games mm-hmm. that you need to navigate. Um, and living necessarily living by those rules mm-hmm. also means that we never get a chance to actually honor whatever our deepest desire or our deepest needs yeah. are. Yeah. Um, so we're constantly having to push those back and not honor that like there's a whole entire universe out here that already has plotted out our roadmap mm-hmm. and all we have to do is like concede to that, follow that, mm-hmm. um, because we're constantly or we bought into or have been socialized to believe that we have to be a part of this um I don't know, this rat race, that sounds really cliche. Um but this system that we've been placed in mm-hmm. that doesn't value our lives. Yeah. And especially uh black queer folks who are churchy, mm. like who grew up in the church. Um when first of all, when you're taught, you know, that queer folks are innately evil. Um, so by extension that's you. You're you're queer folks. You're you're you know, you're a part of the queer community, so you're evil. So naturally all your thoughts, your feelings, your desires are evil. And anything outside of that, uh, well, yeah, basically anything outside of what they're trying to tell you is holy and is right, right. um, needs to be thrown away. Yeah. And that's basically everything that's in you. Yeah. Um like you know, like they—it's not a secret. It's it's scripture that says, you know, um, basically you have to die to take upon, mm. you know, this. You know, you have to die to yourself daily. Yeah. And um, ugh, it's it, it it's this constant repetition of you are not enough. Yeah. And you know, yeah, it, it's just it sucks. Yeah. yeah. But that church affirmation for y'all, y'all. Amen. Amen. All right, you ready for the dick? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't remember the last time I was asked that question. But anyway, so um, the next section is... Sex and dating. Ooh, come on. Sex and dating. Sing, sing, It's time for sex and dating. Y'all can see the jig I'm doing. Sex and dating. Sex. Holy Pure, not erect. Put your booties in check. Right. Here we are, Saints. <laughs> ah! Shit. We have to, like, I feel like we need to go live. <laughs> One day. Recording. One day. We have more than three followers on SoundCloud. <laughs> when we reach 10 followers on SoundCloud, Jesus. we will do. An Instagram live. Yes. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> no, we will not. Oh, man. Oh, man. But Thank it would be you. so lovely if y'all could see Janae and her fur today. <laughs> this fur is immaculate. Nigga. <laughs> I feel like somebody's Looking like the Gucci hour. Mane. My God. <sighs> Gucci Mane at the let out. <laughs> Fuck. Amen. So yeah, the dating sex section is just basically our forays. Is that the right word? I have no sure, idea. Girl, Whatever. I don't know. Our um, you know, our fucking dating and sex lives, if there are any, you know. This black any. <laughs> because I, y'all already know how I feel, <laughs> but I do have something to say this week. But it's okay. All right. So All right should I start? Excited. Should I start? Wipe it clean. <laughs> Wipe that yolk from your <laughs> <ass. laughs> 
Um, so, so I'm not talking to anybody new, um, because I don't care, but, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) but what I will say is that, um, you know, I have conversations with these same niggas who I've been talking to for the last six months and have never met. Because, because you know, niggas are fucking <laughs> stupid. Um, oh, my oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. Hey man, you okay, Saint? I'm not. You okay? <laughs> Honesty. I am yet undone. <laughs> okay, my god. Hey man, I'm sorry. Let me let me compose myself. So, um, these, you know, like I said, a few six niggas who I've been talking to for the last six months or whatever and never met. Um, <laughs> but I've been toying with this idea of accountability. <laughs> Y'all, please hold on a moment. Um, okay. <laughs> Let it out! Let it out! Just chilling, lingering, <laughs> lingering. Like, what the fuck? Get your rocks around it. Do it when they don't. Oh. This man with refrigerator magnets. Like, WYD. Refrigerator magnets. Refrigerator magnets. You WYD niggas are just something. You talk about cut from a different cloth? That's the cloth y'all cut from. Ugh. Embroidered WYD napkins. Shit, stop. Nothing good becomes a WYD Nothing, especially when you ask me that same question the same time every day and you know I have a fucking job. It does not change. I am at work, working. That's what I'm doing. Um, My God, tangent. I'm sorry, let me bring it back. But I just, we just need to get that off our heart Jesus, because God damn it. Anyway, so yeah, like I said, I've been toying with this idea of accountability, uh, complete accountability. Um, this kind of this idea of not hiding from myself. Mm-hmm. Um, this is completely personal. Mm-hmm. Like it's not something that um, I think is like can be applied to everybody. It's just my personal right. thing that I've been dealing with. Um, I think when it comes to comes to when I, with me being an empath and also intuitive, um, my t- intuition don't be lying for real when I really listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I realize I can't hide behind a, a veil of. It's a real thing. I'm so sorry. I'm so uh, sorry. You were at a good point and my, my whole it's body okay. just erupted. Yeah. The WYD 
slash without me, niggas. Uh, without me? What you doing at work? Without me? Okay, so... Are you telling me you need a job? Is that what you're telling me? Are you unemployed? Like, what are you trying to tell me? Anyway... Um, but yeah, so I realized I can't hide behind a sort of veiled radical honesty. Um, (laughs) um, dealing, so like there's been instances where I'm dealing with someone who I told up front that I don't see them in a romantic light. Um, you know, and them saying they're okay with it, but I know deep down that it's going to lead to some bullshit, but me being like, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. But yeah, me. But also, me realizing... No, it's okay. It's okay. I, I know how you feel that it happens. But yeah, me realizing that, um, you know, saying, oh, well, you know, I told them, so they know. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, yeah, well, we talked about this. Yes. And me realizing that, you know, humanity and feelings are a lot more complex and messy than that. Yes. And things change. Um, so me realizing, okay, um, I can engage in this. Freely, like in my head, knowing that I've done everything right, but in my heart, being like, okay, well, I know, I know what's what this, I know what this is gonna lead to, and it leads there, and me being caught up in some mess, mm-hmm. and be like, could that could have avoided if I just listened to my intuition, mm-hmm. being like, okay, yeah, I knew this shit was gonna happen. Ooh, read yeah. me, bitch! <laughs> wow, so you just gonna read me? Am I living Right, no, right. no, we're in the studio. What are you, That's what are you, right. what are you talking about? Yep, yep. Amen. No, we're not. Anyway, so, um, or like something like dealing with someone who says all the right things and does all the right things, mm-hmm. but that voice, that intuition is telling you, even more than like, you know, j- just being paranoid or being like, you know, like, oh, just kind of, um, feeling like, you know, the other shoe is going to drop based on past situations. Yeah. Uh, you know, ignoring that, but just having, just knowing, like, intuitively, yeah, they're saying all the good things and they're doing mm-hmm. all the good, but there's something that's bubbling inside telling me that something's not right. But me being like, okay, well, I can only go by somebody's word. Mm-hmm. And then navigating that and then what you knew was going to happen, happens, you'd be right. like, well, shit. And also not honoring that we know that as black folks, mm-hmm. words take form in a lot of different ways. Yes. Words are body, words yes. are tone, mm-hmm. and like like us being able to forego that and just like accept the whiteness of the, like the white notion of, of what words are. Yeah. And being like, yeah. these are the literal letters that this person put together. <laughs> yes. I'm not gonna listen to the tone right, because right. I can hear that. Right, I'm right. not gonna listen to this fucking body language. Right, right. These words said it. I'm done. Right, right. <laughs> Boom. Right, 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 right. Exactly. <laughs> and it it don't work like that. Right. Um, as much as we want, we wanted to. Um, <sighs> niggas interpret things differently, yeah. and you know, words mean things to you, and it means something else to them. Yeah. And I've I've just been like kind of. <sighs> 
yeah, just kind of dealing with me, um, yeah, head and heart, head and heart, mm-hmm. head and heart, uh, s- observing something and interpreting it intellectually, mm-hmm. but then my heart saying, okay, bitch, but something but is just off. But actually, yes, I'm going to put it through this heart filter and be like, okay, well, this is what it really is. Yes, heart filter. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Come on. Amen. Fucking coining Amen. terms, guys. Um, but yeah, so kind of just honoring that my intuition and my empathy knows what the fuck it's talking about. Like, that it comes from a long tradition Mm. of, um, of women who, you know, they call it God, they call it, um, you know, they call it, they call it a lot of things, um, you know, the Holy Ghost, they call it, but it's all the spirit, it's all the same thing. And honoring that that, that shit lives in me and was yeah. passed on to me. Whew. But yeah. That's so real. Yeah. Mm. Yes, heart. Heart filter. <laughs> Come on. Hashtag heart filter. Amen. Tweet that when you're tweeting us tweet, tweet, at, tweet, tweet. <laughs> at Worship Podcast. Yes, yes. Oh. Um, right. Thanks, yeah, Thanks, <laughs> That was me passing it to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... For me, this week in sex and dating, um, it's just it's been a week out. <laughs> one week out from George Stringgate. One week out. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm actually not doing this with you. Um, so, I have two, like, aha moments or realizations, mm-hmm. things that I want to talk about. The first of which is um, an adage. Adage? There we are. That <laughs> that folks say all the time, and I just like I don't know. I feel like I've rolled my eyes at it so many times, um, but it finally like it finally was like, oh, there's a little mm. there's a little bit of truth to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, like and not not to say that I didn't think there was truth in it, but I was just like, oh, it's more complicated than that, mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, but the adage is, if you can't talk about it, you shouldn't be doing mm. it. Um, and in this context, it was sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am in this uh, black, fat positive, black, sex positive um, online community mm-hmm. um, that has been curated by this amazing fat black femme um, named Brandy Warrington. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the spaces is where we like share nudes mm-hmm. and like us uh, ho stories. What do we call them? Ho, ho hotels. Hotels. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Oh, are you are you in the group? I'm I'm not. Um come on heart. Just we share hotels, we hotels. Hotels, <laughs> but also niggas are sharing hotels Amen. Amen. Um nudes, all the things. Mm. And at one point, somebody um, mentioned that they just realized that they were poly and they were, like, seeking advice from other poly folks who were Mm -hmm. in the group. And um, so my ex is in the group. Mm -hmm. um, And she mentioned um, that being poly is 90% communication and 10% like fucking mm-hmm. um because you know a lot of times when folks are talking about being poly it's like well how many things are you fucking? how many things you get like <laughs> which is great mm-hmm. um but also there is hella 
communication mm-hmm. that has to happen for that all them dicks to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, and if your poly looks like something outside of just getting the dicks, mm-hmm. um, all of your relationships to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really stuck with me from a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came full circle. Um, when I and I'll tell you about my homing pack. That's my second part of this. <laughs> um, so I set up a like a Netflix and chill sort of mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and um, I ended up canceling it the day before, mm-hmm. um, just because I wasn't like enthusiastic around some of like the circumstances mm-hmm. of the of the hangout. Um, Nothing, like, weird or mm-hmm. whatever on her part. But, um, yeah, so I just canceled. Um, so that was supposed to be on Friday. And then Saturday, she texted me, and we were, like, talking or whatever. And um, she was like, so what were your intentions? Um, you said, you know, you were, like, had you come over? Um, what were your intentions for that mm-hmm. evening? Um, because I scheduled this under the guise of let's watch She's Gotta Have It mm-hmm. and hang out. Um, and I was like, wow. And like sort of what's been around like us talking, mm-hmm. the central theme has been around honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, wow, way to keep me honest, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> way to keep me honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the cabbage patch right now, by the way. Um, or the chicken noodle soup. Is that what this is? Nigga, I don't I, know. I don't, know. I don't think that's a dance. I'm to mix doing. those two I, up. I don't think I've never seen that. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Um, so she asked and like that opened up a conversation about like, what do we want from each other? Mm-hmm. And um, like, because up to that point, we had just been generally talking about, like, the things that we want or like, mm-hmm. um, be that sexually, romantically, what have you. Um, but we had never crossed over into the conversation of, okay, we know what generally we want, but, like, what do we want from each other? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, like, immediately just very thankful that, like, we didn't do this, like, Netflix and chill thing where, like... It just so happens to turn into whatever. Yeah. Um, and that just helped me realize that, like, bitch, like, being intentional about sex will make you honest as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's very easy to just be like, oh, we're here. The mood is right. Let's just do it. That's also, like, low-key, high-key dangerous. Like, mm-hmm. STDs out, are out here. Yeah. Um, in a real way. Um, if y'all go that far. But um, having that conversation of, like, so what are what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was just like, oh, this is what real honesty feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, on the other side of, of the honesty piece, I told Drawstring about herself. Um, and I told her how fucking corny it was that she brought a whole ass Drawstring bag on this goddamn date. And um, 
you know, she accepted it. She yes. rolled with the punches. She she dealt with it pretty well. She had an explanation. <laughs> um, <laughs> that I still was like, so so carry less stuff. Um, that was my like, whatever. Um, but that was a really great moment too, and just like being able to be honest in that context, um, and like not it not being a fun honest moment because mm-hmm. like honestly I was just like wow yeah so I just really have to tell you how corny I thought you were <laughs> um but it was it was good Amen. it was really yeah. ugly like it was it felt like a really ugly moment mm-hmm. but it felt really good on the other side of yeah. just being able to be like yeah yeah I thought you were a cornball last night <laughs> yeah that's well first of all I I always think the studs are like 10 years behind in fashion anyway <laughs> So like, although that was funny, it was also a thing of like, well, yeah, drawstring, yeah, I was wearing that in seventeen, yeah, I remember that. So it's it's fine, but also, yeah, like the honesty thing is real. Like I can't, I without I don't care. Um, like the amount of times I've like scheduled to just like eat dinner with someone and end up with my dick in someone's mouth is just kinda like Right. Like and then I'm I'm looking at myself like, nigga, this was not the intention of this at all. Or was it and you just were untruthful about your intentions. Yeah, yeah that too. That too. Okay. That too. Okay. Both. Oh, both. both. Yes, yes. Yes, okay. both. Um mm-hmm. me being like, Oh well you know I hope it I hope it gets there. But also right. me being like, nigga, I'm hungry, so let me go out with this nigga. And then ending up in the backseat of a damn like 99 Chiracos. Like, I don't fuck. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I am not in high school. Right. And and then have to serve the fact that I'm doing high school as shit. I'm a grown ass fucking right. man. A whole ass grown ass. Ah, uh, but yeah, it's real. So talk about that shit, yo. <laughs> it's difficult. It's difficult, as but hell. guess what? Life is. Yes. And guess what? If you talk about it, you get exactly what you want. Yes. <laughs> as opposed to like. Falling into it and yes. like, oh, well, it was a thing. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about it beforehand, you get an opportunity to really talk about it and make sure that the shit that you want mm-hmm. is the shit that you will get. Yep. Um, so, it's lit. Yeah. All right. So, the second part mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. my sex and dating is a suggestion mm-hmm. that um, you, Dre SMR, and all three of our followers on SoundCloud make a hoeing pact. Okay. Okay, so with this hoeing pact, you are gathering a community of maybe you and another friend, maybe you and three other friends mm-hmm. to set some deadlines around setting up some dick appointments. Hmm. And in this, the, the deadlines are hard deadlines. So once we just go meet them deadlines, <laughs> Niggas is cut from the fucking group. They can come around next cycle. But as for this one, they're done. I'm gonna be the first one cut. <laughs> My God. I'm just kidding. Well, it was just me and a friend, so nobody got cut. Nobody <laughs> could cut Um But setting that whole pack, uh-huh. one, it made it real. Like it it again uh, made us name a thing. Like mm-hmm. we are trying to get fucked <laughs> and fuck niggas. <laughs> and naming that thing, mm-hmm. then like or or having a moment to like 
really sit in the fact that that is what you want mm-hmm. then leads you to be like okay so how do I get there mm-hmm. and like literally we just sat and like we're like okay so how do we approach this because my friend and I like I don't know like maybe have set up dick appointments I don't I haven't mm-hmm. set up a dick appointment before mm-hmm. um so yeah we told each other that we would like by the end of that night I think it was Wednesday mm-hmm. um we would have sent off our initial WID <laughs> from there and both of us had our own approaches mm-hmm. mine was um just like sending a text and theirs was like sending nudes plus mm-hmm. a text i love nudes <laughs> um and yeah it just gave me somebody to hold me accountable for like taking agency of my own sex life mm-hmm. um as opposed to again being this thing that i just haphazardly fall into mm-hmm. um yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I suggest that everyone signs a hoeing pack <laughs> with you and two other fellow hoes and and really carry it out. If even like and in my case, as I just told y'all, mm-hmm. set up my Netflix and chill and then canceled it. <laughs> that opened up to like a great conversation uh-huh. with this nigga that I was trying to set up this like passive fucking yeah. session yeah. um so you can't lose is what i'm saying amen even if you cancel it yourself amen holy ghost 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 oh amen we are back we're back at it <laughs> uh, our next Yes, liquid. <laughs> Our next, wow, wow, next <laughs> section, segment, whatever, is the personal healing practice. Yes. What we do is we talk about something that we've done this week that has um, aided in our healing process, um, has helped us to feel, I guess, a little, yeah, a little more whole, mm-hmm. a little more at ease, what have you. So, uh, yes, who will... Who will begin? Who will begin? It will be me. Amen. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so for me, this week and last week, with me really leaning into dating niggas, talking to niggas, setting up dick appointments, mm-hmm. things like that, I have leaned into one of my favorite activities! Nigga, this Oprah hand wave. <laughs> my God. And one of my favorite activities is fucking taking great ass nudes, yo. Mm, mm. I have a curated ass collection of nudes. <laughs> Trust and believe, bitch. I be shooting them bitches off. Come on, come on. Like, I, if for nothing more than like loving to be celebrated, mm-hmm. like as a fat black femme out here, mm-hmm. just being fine as fuck, mm-hmm. um, and knowing my angles, mm, mm. and I. <laughs> Yes, know angles. Yes. <laughs> and also, don't like. That too. Like, know your angles and also fuck angles because yeah. you find with all of them. Yeah. All, all your angles are fine as fuck. Yes. Um, so, I don't know. I just really enjoy, like, the glee of, like, capturing the angle in the way that you wanted uh-huh. to capture it uh-huh. and, like, taking time to admire yourself. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes. <laughs> 
I be having, I be doing the most anyway. <laughs> but sometimes I like make it a whole event, like mm. pour myself some wine, <laughs> Come put makeup on. On, Come on, just to lay in my bed and take nudes, yo, in real time, nigga. Yes. <laughs> so like, it's it's a simple. I think it's. I mean, not I think, but it is also just a really simple source of self care mm-hmm. of like learning your body in a way. Um, that gives you agency to to guide how others experience um, you mm-hmm. and also like cultivating this like desire for yourself because mm-hmm. I think sometimes oftentimes actually as fat black churchy queer ass femmes mm-hmm. um we're not allowed to have buy-in to this idea that we're desirable um, or that that we can love on and desire ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that in and of itself is like a really foreign idea. Um, sinful. Yeah, yeah sinful mm-hmm. even. Um, so taking that moment to like figure out what is it that like, like I'm gonna fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> but if I were somebody else who was going to fuck me, mm-hmm. Like, what about me would, like, drive me up a wall? Mm-hmm. And, like, having that moment intimately with myself and mm-hmm. just being like, this angle, bitch. <laughs> this is what would have a nigga wall slide out here. <laughs> this one, bitch. Yes. And don't let me turn a fucking live photo. Uh, don't let me turn a live photo into a fucking gift. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. wow. Y'all get Lively, the Lively app. Mm-hmm. Turn all your live photo nudes into <laughs> gifts, bitch. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but this is also why, like, sort of like a side note to this, um, I was considering this morning, like, giving the women in my life uh, Amazon gift cards with a letter that's about, like, the amazingness of sex toys mm. and just being like, you can use this for whatever, but I would like for you to use this to purchase some sort of sex toy. Mm. Um, and I'm sure that would not. Niggas would be like, Janae's stupid ass. Um, for Christmas? They would just go and buy their potpourri. <laughs> for Christmas. Not for Christmas. Their potpourri and their Yankee candles. But I just think, like, even if they do do that... Uh-huh. I will have planted that seed of like, here are some ideas around mm-hmm. sex toys. Mm-hmm. Here are the best kind, like at this price point. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really want the women in my life who are all black women. So I feel like that goes without saying. Mm-hmm. Clear. Um, the women in my life really need to have opportunities to experience desire of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's such a powerful experience to the point where, nigga, actually, you know what? Drawstring Gate was talking about, mm, I, maybe I need to practice taking my own nudes. And I'm like, come on. You go, you little soft, tender boy. <laughs> you little soft, tender stud, you. I love it. I love it. Amen. So take nudes, send nudes consensually. Mm-hmm. Don't send unsolicited fucking nudes. Mm-hmm. You're trash if you do. Amen. Um, but if you do take the time to take nudes, really savor it. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, I, one of my guy friends, like, 
takes such artful nudes, which is such such a refreshing thing mm-hmm. because like niggas are the trashest <laughs> at taking nudes. Like and it's stressful as fuck to me. I was having this conversation with my friend that I made the whole pact with. Mm-hmm. And we were just like commiserating over this idea that like bitch, I'm putting in hours <laughs> taking these bomb ass nudes. And you feel like your ashy ass, dusty ass hand holding your little dusty ass dick <laughs> on your two megapixel camera. Jesus. You thought that that was reciprocity? You thought that's what reciprocity looked like against these bomb-ass nudes I'm shooting off to you, bitch? Bare minimum. Wow. Bare-ass minimum. I just don't... I just cannot even fathom. (laughs) Which is why I don't fuck with cis niggas. Anyway. So, that's where I'm at. Personal healing practice. Take fire-ass nudes! (laughs) Everyone, every gender... Know your angles or don't. You're fine as fuck from all of your angles. Do it. And then find someone to send them off to. Amen. Bless God. Glory. Um, amen. So my personal healing practice this week. Um, yes, tongue? Yes, I've been doing that the whole episode, my God. Has been hair care. Now, if you know me, you'll be listening to this like, nigga, hair care. Oh, bitch, where? <laughs> um, but no, um, beard. Basically, I've been uh, caring for my beard. Um, I don't have hair in my head, um, but I have a lush ass beard, bitch. A v- lush, lush feel. Ooh, it's lush, girl. Yes, amen. Um, but yeah, so different things like trimming my beard, moisturizing it, um, deep conditioning. Ooh, a deep condition is some good shit. Ooh, bless God. It's it's some good shit. Um, <laughs> using oils and balms. Mm. Oh, yes, balms. Balms of Gilead. Yeah. Oh yes, God. There is a bomb in Gilead. Thank you. Two of six. <laughs> it's, it's it's okay. Um, oh, 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 yeah. Come on, come on, come on, yes. I'm, I'm going to listen to that after this. Oh, um, amen. But yeah, so using all these things has uh, made me feel more in touch with my body and my blackness. Mm. Um, because hair, you know, is very political with black folks. And um, I always kind of felt removed from that aspect because mm-hmm. I don't have any on my head. So I'm like, you know, where do I fit in there? Right, um, right. But the opportunity to care for my beard has definitely been helpful um, with, you know, uh, experiencing uh, another aspect of my blackness. Mm -hmm. And also, it just, when I'm caring for something uh, that's an extension of my body, I feel more in touch with my body and like I'm, yeah, I'm caring for myself. You know what I mean? And that shit feels so good. Um, sorry no go ahead go ahead and like the crazy shit about like when you like perform ritual around something Mm -hmm. on your body Mm -hmm. is like 
that shit will shift how you look at all the other decisions that you're making <laughs> with this body that you just took time to groom and yes. care for. You mm-hmm. like, like last night, I did ask, like I took a bath, I bought bath bombs for the first time. Mm. Was really disappointed because I got the ones apparently that melt and don't fizzle. Oh. And I was really upset at that. Mm-hmm. So there was that. But I like, Run the ran the water and like did the bath bomb like lit, lit a candle got shower gloves I forgot about shower gloves I don't I know what that is it's just a fucking glove that you put on and like it sort of has um not an abrasive but um exfoliate mm-hmm. exfoliating sort of texture mm-hmm. um and you just like you put the soap in the glove and like you oh, wash wow. with your hands and. I, so I, w- I went through this whole like ritual and I had like I pulled up my Bluetooth speaker up here and like it was just so great. That sounds good. And then after the bath, I was like, damn, I'm hungry as fuck. <laughs> and my first thought was, wow, I could really go for some cookout right now. But mm-hmm. I was like, bitch, your skin looks like kissed by the gods. <laughs> like your body feels like you just sloughed off like 12 pounds of dead Niggas. skin cell. Niggas! Twelve WYD touch guys. <laughs> They're gone down the drain. I can only say twelve because them niggas just be shooting it off like oh, fucking rapid fire. Yes. But I was like, cookout, like my skin looks too looks and feels too blessed for, for me to be going to cookout and making risky decisions like that. Like I just can't. So yes, can relate. That Amen. shit will spiral out. Yes. Anyway. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, but yeah, it's been helping with like, like when I slow down and do stuff to care for myself, it definitely helps with my anxiety. Yeah. Um, and it also helps with this um, mind-body connection that I've been trying to strengthen. Um, because, you know, I definitely feel like when, you know, when all of the aspects of self are aligned, you can navigate much better. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's... Uh, my nigga, hair, yes, hair, yes, it's been good. All right, y'all. So now it is time for obligatory nonsense. Yes. So this week, yes, in honor of the birth, <laughs> the anniversary of the birth of one fuck nigga, extraordinaire, Star Carter, S dot. <laughs> We are going to list, um, <laughs> Jesus oh Christ, God. um, some of our favorite lines that light-skinned niggas say when they're lying but trying not to get caught. Lying-ass light-skinned nigga lines. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I will go first. Go ahead, nigga. Um, my first one is hi. <laughs> oh so, so there's that. Wait, let me. Where is the fucking text that I? The text. I think it was the first tweet that I tweeted when Uh, I decided that I was coming back to Twitter. Oh god. Oh shit. Oh my god. I'm just gonna sit here and find it, bitch. (laughs) Because wow, you are just absolutely coming for fucking next. 
Um, That's okay because I can support it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, um, my God. second one, though, you know, while you're doing that, is um, I'm going to be honest. Wow. That's the second line. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> right there, you just know. Okay, well, here's some shit. Wow. Here it so comes. everything thereafter is a fucking Everything. Line. My God. Um, the third one is not necessarily a um, some it's not necessarily words, um, but it's that eye squint, that famous light skin ass eye squint. Y'all, here's here's a little tip. Um, <laughs> I sent off this bomb ass uh, text of like nudes suggestions or tips or whatever. Um, but look, what you need to be doing in your nudes that you are sending folks where you are maybe taking the picture through a mirror. Make sure you're not looking at the phone. Make sure you are looking into the mirror at the camera lens. Mm. And just snatch them niggas' soul <laughs> directly through that phone camera lens. With the squint? Absolutely. It, yeah. Fucking squint. Squint. That's what, that's what does Don't it. fall for it. Woo! Oh, here's a tweet. Here's a tweet. Wow, three days ago, y'all. <laughs> Ooh, all caps. Never underestimate the degree to which light-skinned niggas are not worth your time. <laughs> Sign sincerely a light-skinned nigga that's not worth your time. Self-awareness. So, self-awareness. Wow. Amen. It's a bitch. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. I, um, well, first of all, thank God that he delivered me from the light-skinned delegation. Um, oh, thank you. We are not Oh, he delivered me. I cried. I cried. He delivered me. I cried. See, that's that's an old song for the old saints. Now, see, that was the toe tapping wood floor saints. See, you ain't, you wasn't around them. Um, so, um, the it's probably not the last one, but what I have, the next one I have, is um. You have so many. Yeah, when they smile with the right side of their mouth. <laughs> So remember, when it's only the right side, you know some shit about to happen or come out of that mouth. So, so yes. Wow, this is scientifically sound. Look. Wow. Biblically based and scientifically sound. You've heard it here first, y'all. Jesus Christ. So as... uh, the outgoing secretary of the light skin delegation. Christ. I'm gonna give y'all a little insider training tips out this bitch. So anytime a light skin nigga says something that seemingly implies that they want you to be thoughtful about a question or an answer, they're actually just buying time so like so maybe like a simple say more or uh, hmm. um or if you're via text if that nigga if that nigga gives you the question mark react don't fall for that shit that nigga is trying to buy time mm. to curate that lie. Yes, yes. Don't give that nigga that time. Yes. Don't. Yes. Um, the first part was she's saying, um, so like basically when y'all say the say more thing, what there's 
So what y'all are trying to first of all remember what the person it, said at first because y'all were listening in the first place. Oh man, I'm naked and afraid right now. Wow, how many times? How many times? I though I have become more transparent because sometimes I'll just check out, and it has nothing to do with like my interest level in the conversation or any. I'm just. You know, I may be thinking about a bomb-ass new nude uh, pose that I want to fulfill. And I will just check out momentarily. So I'll just be like, you know what? I have no clue what the fuck you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just say, or no, 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 no. What is my favorite one? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, God. I'm exposing the fuck out of myself. Come on. Come on. Come (laughs) on. Don't lean in, bitch. Um, When I'm just like. Uh, can you say that one more time? <laughs> and like the beauty, like the ambiguity of like niggas not knowing, bitch, what what do you want me to say? So they just start from the beginning, which like benefits uh-huh. me. God, I'm such so trash. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh god. Um. So that's oh god, that is so much. That's number one. <laughs> number one. <laughs> number one, nigga. This was one thing. And I only have two, so <laughs> that's the beauty of this. So number two is just at a time is sending nudes. Uh-huh. Okay. okay, all right. <laughs> when I just don't want to add fuel to a nigga's like self importance. Okay, I'll just be like, let me slide you this nude. <laughs> so shut uh-huh. up. Um. Or I'll just be like hyper hyper real listening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so yeah, anytime a nigga is, and I I have definitely done this in one instance where it was like an actual conversation that I wanted to avoid. Uh-huh. So I jokingly did send a nude off. And I was just <laughs> like, just occupy this, I, occupy yourself. Pre, oh pre, become preoccupied with this this booty. All right, and there it is. So that's that. That's what I got for that. Jesus Christmas. Jesus. Are you done? You can't trust them. You can't trust them. You can't trust them. What is that from? I don't know. Oh, my God. But it sounds hilarious. What is it? What oh, is it's it from? so good. It's the Tyler Perry screenplay oh version of, uh, why did I get married, I think? Where is it? Oh, shit. Like the live action play? Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god, I have to find it now. Uh, Wait, what? Who said this? Come on, you two. Come through. Come through. Come through. Oh man. So this oh, so y'all not trying to let me have this moment though. Whatever, I'll find it and insert it later. <laughs> that shit is so good. It's like this Loretta Divine ass character, and she's but it's not Loretta Divine. Uh-huh. She's just a fat black woman with a high voice, and she's like, "You can't trust them. You can't trust them. You can't trust them." What she was talking about niggas, <laughs> but like coaching points is you right.
We made it, bitch. 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 We made it to the benediction. Made it, bitch. Made it, bitch. Made it to the benediction. Here we go. We're going out. We're going home. Ho, ho. Ho, ho. It's Christmas time. Bitch, you better find your fine ass angles, bitch, and your news here. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Who even knows? What the fuck? So here we are. We are. For the fifth time. Is it the fifth? This is the fifth my fucking God. time, my nigga. This my is the God. fifth episode. My titties about to fall out. <laughs> but my fur will have it covered Come on. and warm. Come on. My fur will not have it to be so. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, yes. So here we are. Here we are. So we're here at the closing room. <laughs> I'm a fucking oh my God. something. Uh, something. You something. Are a something. Yes. Um. So we're here at the closing remarks and benediction. Yes. Um. And this is just an opportunity for us to, um, praise each other, affirm each other. Yes. Um. Love on each other, and also, of course, with the benediction, um, put forth good intentions for this upcoming week. Yes. And, um. Hope for grounding and things like that. So. I just want to thank you for doing the like so 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 for modeling the critically important work of like knowing thyself mm. um and just being like look i'm a messy bitch who lives <laughs> because bitch do you know that's the first step of like unpacking your shit like you have to identify your shit um whether or not actually you want to unpack it because mm-hmm. look if being a messy bitch who lives for more for you, like Mason told me, bitch, tell me it's some tea, bitch, and I'll come a calling. Okay, okay, fine. So me just telling you I'm on my deathbed is not good. Okay, know thyself. Um, so I really appreciate you um, just modeling that honesty with mm-hmm. yourself. Um, because like in this journey, this newfound journey that I'm on, like this radical honesty kick, um, a lot of the times um, I have to like reel myself back in and remind myself that like me being honest just with other people is mm-hmm. not the entirety of the work. Like mm-hmm. it has to start with me. Yes. Um, so I appreciate you doing that. Amen. My lovely, my lovely. I appreciate you talking about taking the bomb ass news because the thing about it is whenever you talk about anything, I get what you're saying. Then I always get another like another like interpretation of it Mm. so like you mentioning you know the opportunity to be (laughs) to be celebrated as like a black fat femme um you know it taking these these moments to appreciate yourself to love on yourself to affirm yourself um when so many institutions so many people just throw you away really Is so critically important. Um, be, it's so critically critically important to build yourself up at times because, and it's not. I don't think you should be the only person to build yourself up because community is important. But you definitely need these moments to love on yourself and see yourself. Um, in a positive light. So, like, when you say, you know, the angles or not, no angles, just seeing yourself and noticing the things that you love about yourself, noticing the things that um, 
that make you feel pretty, make you feel beautiful, make you feel whatever. It's critically important to take that time and to appreciate yourself wholly. And I appreciate you for saying that because, my God, my nigga, we we got to, yo, we got to love on ourselves. Yo, for real, that ass. I, I feel like a JSTL baby uh, yeah. video. Love on yourself. Yeah. Quick look. That is my girl. Motivational yes. speaker of the year. God. Yes. And, and more on that, like, piece of finding, like, entry points of loving on ourselves. Mm-hmm. The beauty about being a fat, black, queer femme in this world mm-hmm. is, like, because... Every single identity that we that comprise us mm-hmm. is um, framed as something ugly. We can literally say whatever we decide is is fine as fuck mm-hmm. and and delicious and worth like savoring mm-hmm. is. So like if you decide that like that means your like lusciously hairy black femme ass fat ass legs mm-hmm. are like divine and sexy as fuck they are. Yeah, because like. The only counter narrative to that also says that everything about you is ugly. Mm-hmm. So like that can't be the truth right. <laughs> because you're fine as fuck. Right. Um, yes. So yes. like, like I, I try to like balance how I talk about nudes with like the yes, find your angles, but also like your whole shit is an angle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and that could be like maybe you really enjoy the hair on the upper lip. Mm-hmm. That's the angle, bitch. Mm-hmm. With a bomb ass lipstick, that's a fucking yes. angle. It's yours. Yes. Um. Because like, o- oftentimes in thinking about this idea of angles, we fall right back into this like thing that is centering Eurocentric mm-hmm. white supremacist beauty standards yeah. of like, oh, my angle means my my fupa is invisible mm-hmm. and my booty is poked out. Right. When like, bitch, I have a flat ass booty. So when I send out, <laughs> yo, I have this bomb ass ass nude mm-hmm. um, that I'll send. And um, the moment after I send it, I, I try to be very clear. Like, this is a scam. My ass is not fat. My ass is very flat. Um, so just so you know, but this is a bomb ass angle. Mm-hmm. So I want to share that with you because I know it's a bomb ass angle mm-hmm. because I took it, bitch. Amen. Um, Amen. but yeah, all of, all of your, every angle is a bomb ass <laughs> angle, yo. All of them. You create your bomb ass angle shits. Yes. Um, so I am going to give, uh, a quote from one of our black queer ancestors, um, who's anniversary of his transition we were just celebrating on the first Mm -hmm. james baldwin Mm -hmm. um so uncle james he says love does not begin and end the way we seem to think it does love is a battle love is a war love is a growing up Um, And I know we typically don't like say things after it, but this was really critical to me and like, you know, you should be reflective periodically and Mm -hmm. like just thinking about how much I've grown through loving Mm -hmm. um, and the fuck ups that necessarily happen Mm -hmm. in loving and um, Mm -hmm. just the exposure (laughs) and self dragging and other folks dragging Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. that happens in loving because like there is no like surefire roadmap to any of that shit and it requires ongoing change Mm -hmm. um so that that just really um stuck with me that love is a growing up amen 
Um, yeah. Amen. So now, Deacon? Yes. We've come to the benediction. Oh, thank you. We're here at the throne of grace. Oh, My God. It is. It, it is okay. You're it is a shady okay. bitch. Oh, God. You know what a shady ass bitch will do? A shady ass bitch won't tell you you're wrong. A shady ass bitch will just, right after you're wrong, say the correct shit. She knows me. My thank you God. for seeing me. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yes, we come prostrate before your throne, God, mm. thanking you for another week of dragging ourselves, mm. dragging. The, the good thing about drag, well, I like, an, I, I, like an, uh, I, I like to think about dragging is a moment to just kind of put yourself through. Um, just, it's like literal dragging. Yeah. And when you literally drag yourself, it's it slop, it, skin and shit come comes on, off. Slop. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Shit, skin and shit comes off, doesn't it? Does it not? Come on! Does it not? So I think of the dragging as you dragging off all the things that don't serve you anymore. So I'm so thankful for the the opportunity um, to drag ourselves and and to be completely and radically and yeah, completely and radically honest, just transparent about it. Um, I never saw myself admitting that I was a messy ass bitch who lives to drama, but God, here I am. Here I am, uh, standing in the need of prayer. Um, and God, we thank you um, for another opportunity just to lay bare our souls, um, to tell what has been going on um, during our weeks. To just a moment to to stop and a moment to just reflect. Huh? A Amen. Amen. Yes, that's it. that's it. A moment to just um, realize how far we've come, but also realize how far we have to go. Um, knowing that this is not, that the race is not given to the swift. Come on. <laughs> Nor the battle to the strong. Come on. But to is this the he, it is, who wow. endureth to the end. Um, <laughs> I'm just so grateful and thankful. For the opportunity to do real inner self work. Um, because initially going into this podcast, it was supposed to be fun. Or, or, and it is fun. Um, it is very fun. Um, and, and you know, it was also... It, the healing part uh, going in was secondary. But I, I'm noticing more and more the more um, I do this. Is that the healing part is the central theme. And I'm so grateful for this opportunity to really, really heal from past um, traumas. Um, so we send this out into the universe, mm. knowing that um, the word says <laughs> that it will not come back onto you void. Glory, glory. Knowing that all that we put intention by will come back uh, tenfold. Tenfold! Come on. Uh, Cup runneth over, Woo! shaking together. Come on. Press down. Press shaking down, shaking together, together running, over, running over. Come on! Oh, oh glory. This is, <laughs> this is This is such a good prayer. Because it is it is uh interactive between the two of us. Amen. Amen. So God, universe, ancestors, all that are watching, we thank you. We thank you for um giving us the the breath and and the um the mind to want to go through healing. Amen. 
Join in there. Amen. 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 Hope arms, We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you.